you are listening to Hypertension Resistant to Treatment, where you will get knowledge, training, resources, and support for better blood pressure control. If you are suffering with high blood pressure or blood pressure that is difficult to treat, this podcast is indeed for you. Here is your host, Dr. Tanya. I am Dr. Tanya, and I am here to teach you everything you ought to know about hypertension management. I am a clinical scientist, and I've done research over 10 years, and I've found some interesting things about hypertension and blood pressure control and medication-taking behavior. I would like to share with you all of the information I've found, as well as all the information that's out there that, that will help you get control of your blood pressure. Stick with me and we'll take this journey to help you improve your blood pressure. Thanks for listening. Hypertension management is the number one reason why people go to the doctor's office. However, home blood pressure monitoring is the most accurate blood pressure monitoring. So let me tell you what everybody ought to know. Everybody ought to know how to get an accurate blood pressure measurement because you want to have accurate numbers for your healthcare provider to use in order to adjust your medication appropriately to manage your blood pressure. A blood pressure or several blood pressures will be taken in the doctor's office, but those numbers, keep in mind, are not accurate or are not usually accurate unless your healthcare provider steps out the room and measures your blood pressure with an automated blood pressure monitor. Due to the white coat syndrome or white coat effect, we have known the limitations of office blood pressure monitoring for years, but that was all we had. Thank goodness for home blood pressure monitoring. Now we have a validated home blood pressure monitor that we can get accurate blood pressure measurements to bring into your doctor's office to be used in combination with your office blood pressure um, measurement in order to determine if you have if you have hypertension or not. So this is a very important advancement that has come into flourishion for hypertension management. Even the new hypertension guidelines are reflecting the importance of using home blood pressure monitoring in addition to the office blood pressure monitoring in order to diagnose hypertension. You need to measure your blood pressure at home with a home blood pressure monitor to give your healthcare provider a picture of your true blood pressure. White coat effect or white coat syndrome is real, people. Over 30% and up to even 40% of people with hypertension have a white coat effect. It is essential to monitor your blood pressure at home to devoid that white coat effect. You don't want to be treating white coat hypertension. 
It's also important to note that there is a thing called mask hypertension. Although this mask hypertension is not as popular or really not as prevalent as the white coat hypertension, this is a real thing. When I first heard about it, I really didn't believe it. So mask hypertension is when your blood pressure is elevated at home, but when you go to your doctor's office, your blood pressure is normal. Now, I I don't know how that happens, but and we don't know the mechanism yet. But however, we do know this is a real thing. This is the most serious type of hypertension because it's very hard to detect because every time you're in a doctor's office, your blood pressure is normal. But when you're at home or at a fair or to get it taken at the office or at your um, wherever, your blood pressure is elevated. Well, um, that's why it's important to monitor your blood pressure at home with a validated home blood pressure monitor, which Amron is one of the best. Like I said in another podcast, that's what we use in research. I've bought all my family an Amron. I don't get all the bells and whistles. I get the basic series, the three series or the five series is good enough because you're going to be using your blood pressure log. So it doesn't matter how many blood pressures that's stored in your monitor because you're using that log. So uh, that being said, any Omron monitor would do or any validated home blood pressure monitor would do. Okay, enough said about that. I just need to let you know that everybody ought to know how to take their blood pressure at home. So how would you take your blood pressure at home? How would you measure it? Well, first of all, I already went over that you need an Omron or a validated monitor, but you need the right size blood pressure cuff. And, well, I already said you need a cuff, a arm cuff. So not a wrist cuff, not a finger cuff. Those have not caught up yet. Rather, the technology for those have not caught up enough for us to use those. But eventually, we will be able to use those types. Now, there is an Omron wrist monitor that I don't recommend because I don't know much about it yet. However, the arm cuff of any validated monitor is what you want to use, but you want to make sure that cuff is the right size for your arm. And the only way you're going to know that is if you measure your arm. And the part of your arm that you need to measure is your bicep. And a bicep is that Popeye muscle when you flex your arm. That's the part that you want to use a tape measure and you want to measure that part of your arm, your bicep. And whatever number you get when you go to purchase your monitor or when you're in a doctor's office, you want to make sure that that cuff that they're using and the one that you purchase is your measurement is within that measurement of that cuff. For example, most cuffs on the Amron run from, let's see, run 9 to 17 inches. And if your arm is 12 inches, 
then you know you have the right size cuff. Now, if your arm is 18 inches or 17 and a half inches, then that cuff is too small for you. A cuff that's 9 to 18, uh, 17 inches is too small. So you want to make sure you have the right size cuff because if you use that cuff that's too small, you will get higher numbers. You will get higher numbers if your cuff is too small. Now, on the other hand, if you use a cuff that's too big, you will get lower numbers than your actual blood pressure. So you want to make sure that that cuff is the right size. I can't say too much about that. Uh, I'm just a big stickler on that because if you don't have the right size cuff and if you don't have an arm cuff, then you don't even need to worry about measuring your blood pressure. So why take it? All it's going to do is confuse you of what's going on. So make sure if you don't have the right size cuff, don't worry about taking your blood pressure at home. So I want to make sure you have the right equipment first. Then what you want to do is sit at a table with your arm rested on the table. And you want your feet flat on the floor. You want your arm rested on the table with the palm up. It doesn't matter which arm you're going to take it in. It could be the right or the left arm. But initially, when you get your blood pressure monitor, you want to take it in both arms. You want to take your blood pressure in your right arm and then your left arm, both arms. And if it's within 10 parts of each other, within 10 parts, then you could take it in either arm. It doesn't matter. Now, some people say take it in the left arm because that's the side where your heart is and you're supposed to take it there and don't take it. Avoid taking it in um, certain arms. But um, what I know for sure is that you take it in any arm if your arms are equal or have the equal blood pressures or within 10 parts. Now, if your blood pressure is higher in one arm more than 10 points higher than the other arm. You want to always take your blood pressure in that higher arm, in the arm with the higher blood pressure. That would be the most accurate number for you. So let's get back to how you're seated at the table. So you're seated at the table, palm up, arm rested. Your back is supported by the chair. Your feet is flat on the floor. You are at rest for at least three to five minutes. Five is best. I say three to five because we're busy. We got things to do, places to go. (laughs) And sometimes we just don't have time to just wait. So three, at least three minutes. Three to five minutes you want to be rested before you take your blood pressure. Now, what I forgot to say is you really, I recommend a automatic cuff, not the one that you pump up. Because if you get the one with the ball on it that you pump up to a certain number, what number are you going to pump it up to? <laughs> that's that's the question. Now, most people say, okay, pump it up 30 points higher than your normal blood pressure run or whatever. But I wouldn't even worry about that because technology has made it easy for us to 
be able to have an automated blood pressure monitor where you just press a button and go on by your business and, and take your blood pressure. So I would recommend getting that automatic blood pressure monitor and not worry about pumping anything up. But if you do have one that you have to pump up, just pump it up 30 points higher than your normal blood pressure runs. But uh, I can't see how that's accurate because what if your blood pressure is high now? And if you don't pump it up high enough, you're going to get all these errors and it's going to really get frustrating. So like I said, save yourself a lot of trouble and just get an automated blood pressure monitor where you can just press the button, take your blood pressure, and then wait a minute, press the button, take your blood pressure, and then record both of those numbers. Now, it's important to also um, record your heart rate. Download the app for your the BP monitor or any uh, blood pressure log monitor. Download it into your smartphone. I know you got one. So go ahead and put it in there. Anyway, what you want to do is record both of those numbers. You want to do that in the morning and then in the evening, you want to do the same thing. Take two measurements, record both measurements. If it's high, record the measurement. If it's low, record the measurement. If it's whatever it is, record it. Don't just keep taking your blood pressure until you get the number that you want. I know, don't cheat because it's, <laughs> it's not worth it, right? It's important to go ahead. If you want to take more than two measurements, that's fine. But whatever you take, put it all in your blood pressure um, log and indicate what it is. If you want to take five measurements, go ahead, put it all in the blood pressure log. Now, keep in mind that sometimes the more blood pressures you take, the higher it get or maybe the lower it may get. But it's important to take two no matter if it's high or low or normal or whatever, okay, and record it. Now, keep in mind you need to alert your healthcare provider if your blood pressure is severe at any time. You want to confirm if it's severe or not. Uh, you can go to the local fire station to confirm it or you can go to your doctor's office or the emergency room to confirm it. But really, to tell you the truth, the most important blood pressure is the one you got at home. Just keep that in mind. If it's severe, if your blood pressure is severe when you first take it, repeat it after a minute. And if it's still severe, wait a few more minutes, repeat it. If it is severe, that is of severe uh, blood pressure. So go ahead and record it. Contact your healthcare provider and then follow their instructions on how to how to do. But basically, if you get a severe blood pressure at home, more than likely it's severe. So that's how you want to take your blood pressure. If you want, want more details than that, then you can go over to the website, um, the hypertension resistant to treatment. Dot com And I have a whole blog on how to d take your blood pressure. Or you can go to the American Heart Association website. There's a nice detailed um, pamphlet there that can tell you how to take your blood pressure. And basically is exactly what I just walked you through. So what I know for sure is everybody ought to know how to take their blood pressure at home.
their accurate blood pressure. Your most accurate blood pressure is taken at home with a validated blood pressure cuff. I recommend the Amron brand. You need to take two measurements, three to five minutes of rest. You need to take two measurements after three to five minutes of rest. And you need to take your blood pressure one minute apart. You need to log your blood pressures in any type of log, electronically or paper, if you want to do that. And you need to share your blood pressure measurements with your healthcare provider upon your next visit. You want to make sure you have at least three to five days, at least three to five days of blood pressure measurements in the morning and the evening uh, for your healthcare provider to review. Uh, up to seven days is what you want to have for your healthcare provider. Otherwise, you want to monitor your blood pressure if your medication is adjusted or changed or titrated, you want to measure your blood pressure every day or every other day until your blood pressure is at the target goal. After that, you can measure your blood pressure once a week or a couple of times a week. It's always a good idea to check with your healthcare provider to see how often to measure your blood pressure and what to do about elevated uh, measurements. Remember, report any severe readings to your healthcare provider, and after hours, you may have to go to the fire station or the emergency room. Stay tuned to Hypertension Resistant to Treatment, where I will talk in the next episode about what to do with elevated blood pressure measurements. Thanks for listening.